Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Every Woman Show here on KKFI. You are listening to your host, Sheila Johnson of What's Cooking. And won't y'all help me welcome our special guest, Jessica McClellan. Jessica McClellan, can you say hello to the listeners? Hello, everyone. Hello, Sheila. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here on KKFI. Thank you. And guess what? This is our Christmas segment. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today. And Jessica McClellan uh, is no stranger to Kansas City. She is no stranger to the work that is being done in the city especially for women. And so, Jessica, can you tell a little bit about giving hope and help? Sure, I I will be happy to. Giving Hope and Help is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and we uh, launched eight years ago last month. I cannot believe it. When I, when I say that, it's just, it's, it's amazing um, that eight years has gone by. We launched November the 30th, 2013. We just celebrated eight years on Giving Tuesday, November the 30th, 2021. And we are super excited about um, giving hope and help and meeting community needs and making a difference in the area of the initial arm of outreach Uh, was to support women that have been affected by domestic violence. So women and their children who have been affected by domestic violence to support them and the shelters in which they live Mm -hmm. with period products. And so that was our initial launch, my birthday Thanksgiving gift uh, back in 2013. I launched a Giving Hope and Help in honor of my birthday and wanted to support women who've been affected by domestic violence and sexual assault and the shelters in which they live. And so for the shelters, what we have done for the last nine years with the, with the program and then the last eight years since we actually been existing for eight years. And when I say the program, I mean the actual feminine hygiene period products drive, which just, just took place December the 11th, uh, almost two weeks ago, uh, we hosted our ninth annual Feminine Hygiene Period Product Drive to support women in shelter. Not only in shelter anymore, we've evolved um, nice. to supporting women and girls and menstruators all across the globe. Wow. <laughs> so I know it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty amazing. We've expanded uh, from domestic violence shelters, which we still support them. Uh, we're also in Texas as Texas and giving hope and help. Uh, We support domestic violence shelters and places of refuge there. We also support uh, women's organizations, girls' organizations, schools, churches. Wherever there is a menstruator, there's a flow, and we want to make sure that we end period poverty. And period poverty is simply women or, or menstruators that do not have access to menstrual hygiene care. Wow. And we want to end that. Uh, it is a global problem. And if you were to Google period poverty, you will learn so much um, and how much of a problem it is. Just this week alone, Sheila, I was told by two different people that they saw a woman put back pads and tampons in the grocery store line because they didn't have enough money for what they were buying. Oh. And so, yeah, yeah. So women, you know, your neighbors and our sisters locally here are having to choose to feed their family or to buy menstrual products. Wow. And that is something that we can solve. Um, It's not a difficult task to do. And so this pad, when when was it? December 11th. Uh, We gave away that day $31,000 worth of period products and toiletries to eight domestic violence shelters and places of refuge that were present at the drive. So there were a total of 25 nonprofits there and eight of them left with um, products for their uh, residents and clients. Wow. And we are gearing up now to send products to Kentucky. And I can't, I can't tell you 
the details on that yet because it's still in the making. Yes. But we will be sending products to Kentucky for the natural disaster survivors, and we support natural disaster survivors and 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 ship our products across the globe and support women and girls in Africa um, with period product funding and underwear. Wow. So that that was our initial arm of outreach for giving hope and help. And then in 2015, like I said, you know, we expanded and opened up in Texas mm-hmm. as Texas Giving Hope and Help. Also in 2015, we launched our Education is Your Passport program. Okay. Including our scholarship program. Yes. And we also launched our Love Bags for Cancer program in 2015. So the scholarship program is a part of the Education is Your Passport program. Yes, got it. So from 2015 to 2021, we have awarded 79 college scholarships, including four full rides. Wow. To MCC Penn Valley. Yes. That's, that's, that's awesome. Amazing. It is. It is. <laughs> it, 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 is it is totally amazing. And, and you, then in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, listening, you know, to you, Jessica, sometimes I think, mm-hmm. you know, we take those some things for granted. Things as simple mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. our needs for our period products, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've never Absolutely. given it a second thought, you know. And yeah. Here mm-hmm. and here, you're telling us that it's a need. It's a great need that women really mm-hmm. are having to do without and, mm-hmm. and and make hard decisions on whether to buy mm-hmm. food and pay rent or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and buying the the basic things that they need to take care of their feminine hygiene. Absolutely, items of dignity. And items so, of dignity. Know, I like that. Items of dignity. You know, my first thought about it, Sheila. And, and, and I'll talk a little bit more about the different arms of outreach. Yes. But each form of outreach, I have a personal story. Okay. So why did I start, you know, with period products? The yes. Um, one is because, you know, first, let me say that I believe that everything that you have survived is for a purpose. Yes. I believe that everything we go through, it, it, there's a purpose and there's a reason for it. And so as a young teen, um, I had a heavy cycle, a very heavy cycle. Okay. And I was that girl um, in school where I had the pads in my backpack. I had them in my locker. When I got a car, I had them in my glove box. You know, I was that girl, I can remember in seventh grade, that always had a pad. Okay. I was that girl that other girls would say, do you have a pad? Do you have a pad? And okay. of course I had one. Yes. You know? <laughs> I had one, you know, and little did I know that I was doing giving hope and help back then. And I didn't even know it. You know, I was, I was that girl who had a pad for somebody else, you know, just in case, because I had such a heavy cycle and I never wanted to ruin my pants. That was my biggest thing. I was like, I cannot do that. That's so embarrassing. So, you know, I, I, I always had panty liners and, you know, I just learned to take care of my, you know, personal hygiene. Yes. And I, and I was very adamant about beating my cycle. So I used to tell myself, I'm going to beat my cycle. I'm not going to mess up my pants <laughs> at school. You know, I was always nervous about that. I was nervous every single month about that. Wow. Now I had those items of dignity readily at my, uh, uh, available. Yes. Right. Yes. What about those that don't? Yes. Okay. So then another thing that that drew me to giving hope and help was one, the heavy cycle. Two, I'm a survivor of sexual assault that I hid for 20 years. Mm. I'm also a survivor of domestic violence. You and I, you you know, you know about that. Yes. And um, I I, I put those three problems together. Yes. And I, I, you know, I have to share the story when God gave me giving hope and help, the name of it, um, I was physically in my closet and I had lots of pads. I was couponed mm-hmm. for pads. Okay. And so I had a lot of them and I began to give them away in 2013 to friends and family 
for Christmas in September and Christmas in October. Okay. I put them I put them in Christmas bags and I gave them to friends and family. But everyone I gave them to really could afford them, right? Yes. So I was like, what about the women who may not be able to afford these? Yes. So when I was physically in my closet, I was thinking about it. And I said, what about the women in shelter? Mm. So I said, you know, I'll check it out. So I didn't do anything immediately. But one day I was driving. And it got so heavy on me, it just fell on me. You need to call the domestic violence shelters because I was going to launch Giving Hope and Help uh, for my birthday. And this was October. I My birthday in November. Yes. I didn't really know what I was going to do or what the mission was going to be. I right. just knew it was going to help women. It right. really, I just didn't have it together, Sheila, but mm-hmm. I knew that it was something that I needed to do. Yes. So when I was driving, it just fell on me. Mm. I had to pull over into a parking lot and call domestic violence shelters. I got on my, my phone and and the first one I got a voicemail. The second one I got a voice. I call her the voice to this day and she knows who she is. Wow. So she answered the phone and, and I told her, you know, my name. I have an organization that I'm launching. I just wonder if you guys need period products. Wow. <laughs> and he was like, oh, my gosh, yes. She said, you wouldn't believe how many people give, you know, shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste, you know, that type of stuff, toiletries. She said, but we, we, don't, we don't get the period products like we need them. Yes. And it just came out of my mouth, Sheila. I said, I'm going to solve that problem. I didn't have wow. a business plan. I didn't even really know what I was doing, okay? Yes, yes. <laughs> you just knew you wanted to help. You had the desire and the will, <laughs> and you were going to make bring them resources to fr- fruition to help. Yeah. That's what exactly. you... Exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I said, I said, I'm going to solve that problem. And then I was like, oh my God, did I just say that? You know, I just <laughs> say something, you're like, what am I talking about? I don't have a business plan. I don't have nothing together. Right. So she said, she said, I tell you what, would you like to come and take a tour? Mm. I said, I'd love to come and take a tour. I said, but I'm on the side of the road or the parking lot uh, in Lee Summit. She says, where are you in Lee Summit? And I told her where I was. And she said, oh, my God, you're right across the street. Oh, wow. Look at that. Uh, yep. Look at God. Look at that. That's yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, and at that very moment. She says, we're in an undisclosed business uh, building. Look across here. I was literally diagonally across the street. Wow. Wow. And so I knew at that moment, I said, now this has got to be a God thing. Yes. Yes. First of all, domestic violence shelters, they don't just let anybody come in. I went on over and took a tour. She showed me the place and she said, Sometimes we use 52 rolls of toilet paper a day, Jessica. Wow. Because women are making their own path. Wow. Wow. And Jessica, with that, we're going to take a quick break uh, and we'll be right back to learn more about your journey uh, building this platform of giving hope and health. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. You are listening to Every Woman Show with your host, Sheila Johnson on What's Cooking? And so we're going to welcome everyone back. And Jessica, our special guest today, uh, is the founder of Giving Hope and Help, uh, an organization that was started here in Kansas City. And Jessica is going to finish telling us about this amazing story on how she got connected and started with some of our local uh, domestic violence shelters. Yes, yes. Thank you again, Sheila, for having me. I'm just so elated to be able to share with you and your listeners on this platform. I I was sharing the story about um, how I was directly across the street when I was literally, it was a God thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just can't make that up. Right, right. That that I'm across the street from a domestic violence shelter um, asking them, do they need period products? But anyway, I went over. Uh, and 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 took a tour, and she did share, you know, the toiletries, and there were no period products uh, in there. And you know, she was just saying that women and people, the community, just does not think mm-hmm. to donate period products. Now, this was back in 2013 mm. 
when period poverty just no one really thought about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought about it because, like I was saying earlier, I had a heavy FICO as a teen in my whole life. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm going to eat my period. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, certainly there had to be other people out there like me right. that maybe, you know, couldn't even afford, you know, to, to, to purchase these products. Yes. And wow. So yeah, that's, that's where it started. That was mid October. And so I had all of about six weeks to pull together <laughs> our launch. And we launched on November 30th, 2013 at the Plaza Library Small Meeting Room. Wow. And we collected 5,000 period products that day wow. on November 30th. And we donated, donated them to Hope House wow. uh, in Jackson County, uh, two locations. And it just continued. Year two, we added another shelter. Year three, we added another shelter until we are supporting all of the shelters, uh, domestic violence shelters in Kansas City area. Wow. as well as in the Dallas area that would like to be that would like to be um, serviced. Yes, yes. And so, yes, so we also support, um, you know, women's organizations, girls' organizations, churches. Wow. Um, right. I'm excited to share that we're supporting correctional facilities. We have a new partnership with the Missouri Department of Corrections. And we have recently donated to uh, the facility in Topeka for women. And many, many people don't know that um, in Vandalia, Missouri, there's 9,000 women incarcerated in the facility there in Vandalia. Wow. There's 1,200 in Chillicothe. Um, And we we were able to, earlier this year, make an impactful donation. And we'll be making more donations uh, because we received over 50,000 products. December the 11th wow. of 2021 at our ninth annual drive. And the products are still coming, coming in. in as of today. We are still collecting period products and underwear. Wow. Items of dignity yes. uh, for women in need. Yes. And one might say, you know, people incarcerated, you know, they may not think of those people. Listen, it's an item of dignity. Yes. If we are, you know, going to a public restroom and toilet tissue is available. Yes. I personally believe pads should be available. Pure products should be available. Yes. Um, menstruators should have an opportunity to choose if they would like to use, you know, pads or tampons or diva cups or yes. reusable pads or, you know, there's so many options out there now. And we collect all of those options. We collect wow. all of them. Organic, reusable, wow. 100% cotton. You wow. know, um, whatever it is that that people use for menstrual hygiene, we collect it and we have a need for it. Wow. We have a free period pantry every single first Saturday of the month. Wow. This will be our second year coming up um, in 2022. So every first Saturday of the month, we have a free period pantry. At St. Paul AME Zion Church at 4000 South Mini Street in Kansas City, Kansas. It's near KU Medical Center. It's not very far from KU Medical Center. Okay. That's that's St. Paul AME Zion at 4000 South Mini Street um, from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. No questions asked. You can come and you can get free period products. You can get free underwear. You can get, sometimes we give away, you know, body care, skin care. It depends on what else we're giving away that day. Sometimes we give away shoes, purses. You know, it just depends. Uh, But every first Saturday, uh, we will not have it next month because the first Saturday in January is New Year's Day. Right. So we won't have it on New Year's Day, but we will have it February through June. Okay. And then August through December. Wow. So, you know, it doesn't matter what your income level is. You know, oftentimes I get phone calls from women who have corporate jobs and may have a hard time. Yes. You know, they, they need some period products. If you have three or four girls, that can get expensive. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, now, Jessica, how could someone who's listening find out more about your uh, free period product drive? Do you have a website that we can include? Okay. Yes. So they can go directly to givinghopeandhelp.org. Okay. Givinghopeandhelp.org and go to the events tab. Okay. And um, there is a flyer there that stays there about our first Saturdays. Okay. We call it First Saturdays Free Period Pantry. Okay. And you can come between 11 and 1. You can also go to our website and uh, register 
four free period products and underwear and give us your size of underwear that you need so we can make sure that they're there available for you. Okay. Can if we go there and donate too? Yes, absolutely. Yes. You can go there and donate. Yes. <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to, to, to reach our end of year goal. We we started our goal on Giving Tuesday and so we haven't reached it yet. So we're asking um, the community to go on to our website and make a donation of just five dollars or more. Okay. So we wanna include everybody. You know, okay. some people I can't donate, I don't have enough. Whatever awesome. you can give. When we add it all up, it makes a difference. Yes, it does. Yes, yep, it, it makes you when you when we add it all up, it makes a difference. So yeah, so that's that's happening every first Saturday. Okay. And then I just you know wanted to share just a little bit about our uh, scholarship program. I touched on it. Yes. But if, in January we are accepting applications for our scholarship program, and our scholarship program is for um, underserved high school seniors. Through non-traditional students. Okay. And so what I mean by that is if you are a high school senior that and you're college bound, you're wanting to go to college and um, you are low income, mm-hmm. please go to our website and look for our scholarship application will be available January the 3rd. Okay. If you are a single parent, you can also apply. Mm. And the single parent has cannot have gone to college before. That's the trick. Okay. They cannot, it's not a trick, but that's the thing. Right. You cannot have gone to college before. What we're trying to do with our partnership with MCC Penn Valley is the MCC Penn Valley Giving Hope and Help full ride scholarship. Nice. 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 So if a parent has never had an opportunity to go to college, that parent, male or female, okay, can apply and can win a full Scholarship, the Giving Hope and Help MCC Penn Valley Scholarship. Wow. They have over 100 uh, areas of, of uh, associate degrees. Yes. To choose from. Yes. So that is just an awesome opportunity. So that full ride can go to a high school senior or it can go to a single parent. Nice. What a way to impact. What a way to impact. And so the high school senior, say, for instance, they want to go to their own college, that's great. Our job is to help provide the tools to get the students to college and through college. Yes. Okay. So we want to support them throughout their years. We also offer other scholarships and and support while they're in college. And we send them off to college, Sheila, with a brand new laptop in the box. Wow. Uh, With a backpack, a collegiate backpack where they can, you know, plug in their iPhone or their cell phone and their laptop. They have that capability on the backpack. The backpack is filled with school supplies and inspirational items and toiletries. Our females uh, are menstruators. Mm. They get period products throughout their college career. Wow. All they need to do is let us know they need them. Wow. Um, They have opportunity to, you know, volunteer with Giving Hope and Help as well. Yes. And they also, two of the scholars also have the opportunity to win, um, one of the cash scholarships. So we do two cash scholarships in my grandparents' honor. Okay. Um, okay. Yes. So it's 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 that's that's our scholarship program, and we're going to really be um, pumping it up this year. This will be our eighth mm-hmm. annual mm-hmm. Education Is Your Passport scholarship program. It will take place June of 2022. Okay. Nice. Nice. And then your other form of reach out of outreach is the mm-hmm. the cancer because, love bags. Yes, yes, yes. And I know that's dear to your heart yes. as a as a survivor. Yes. Um and I and I'm a co survivor. Yes. Um in twenty fifteen I launched Love Bags for Cancer in honor of my niece who was battling cancer at the time. And uh we lost her unfortunately in 2016 okay. but while she was here fighting for six years I always say she fought like a girl she fought like a woman she fought like a boy and a man yes. <laughs> yes. she fought for six years and uh, she was always in the hospital on different holidays and I just wanted to do something special for her and those that were battling cancer so what we do is we do these love bags yes. and in the love bags they're filled with inspiring novelties and toiletries 
for cancer patients. And we would give them to them at the hospital level, in the hospital units, yes. in, in four different hospitals in Kansas City. Yes. For Valentine's and Mother's Day. Okay. Now, nice. you know COVID came yes. in 2020. Yes. So February, Valentine's 2020, it seems like so long ago, but it was just last year, February. Yeah. That was our last time physically giving away the love bag. But you can see those stories. The news has covered several of our stories. Yes. And they're on our website when we were, were giving them away. So the pandemic didn't stop cancer, so we couldn't stop the program. Right. So what we did was we accept um, nominations for cancer patients. Okay. And we mailed their gifts in the mail. Okay. Nice. So, for, yes, yes. We wanted to make sure. And so it's a donation and delivery event. Okay. And so what that means is that we were, we were delivering, you know, the love bag and we were asking for donations to fill the love bag. Yes. And a portion of the proceeds from the donations goes to the American Cancer Society and another non small nonprofit in Kansas City surviving the odds. Yes. So for 2022, yes, we are pivoting and we are coming up with other strategic ways to bless cancer patients. But I can tell you from 2015 to 2021, over 600 cancer patients have been blessed with our love extra cancer. Nice. Nice. And, you know, it's such a... You know, when you have been given, you know, a diagnosis like that and early on, although I'm so grateful, you know, that I, I, I'm healed, you know, uh, regardless of what the scientists say, you know, so I, I walk in that healing every day. I continue Amen. my treatments. I do what they tell me to do. But, you know, I walk in that healing. But when you have been given a diagnosis like that, you know, it mm -hmm. is it is something that is. You have to really dig deep for the faith. Mm. You know, you have to mm. really wrap your mind around it. Mm -hmm. And really, mm -hmm. honestly, Jessica, sometimes it feels like, even if it's not mm. what's really happening, it's sometimes it feels like our friends have disappeared. Oh, my God. Okay. Mm. And then mm -hmm. here you come with your mm -hmm. love with these love bags. Mm -hmm. And when mm -hmm. I tell you, that's why it means so much because it, it's it's the thought that goes into it. It's the whole mindset that the cancer patient is going through. And then here you and your team of volunteers come yeah. and you don't know the cancer mm -hmm. patients from Adam. Mm -hmm. And... You know, and you give and share and and Jessica, anybody that is in your presence, I, I mean, they can just feel the love, feel the care. You know, you're, you you possess a caring spirit and it and it doesn't go. No, thank you. because <laughs> And it doesn't go unnoticed and people can feel that. And so it's just really uh, it mean it means a lot. It really, really does. And somehow we'll figure this out. You know, I talk offline. I want to be able to help you in that area, that specific area. Oh, I will be so excited to have you. I, I would be so excited to have you because. We do have some volunteers, and I know, you know, we have a mutual friend, Lisa. Yes. Shout out to Lisa. Love her. Yes. She, you know, is a survivor, and she has supported the program and been with me and, and given it away. Yes. And I have several other friends, believe it or not, that have supported uh, my niece when she was alive. Yes. Her and Lisa, you know, supported it together yes. on the very first time that we did it. But... Um, to have cancer survivors volunteer for it, mm -hmm. it's a whole new level of meaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. We yeah. Gonna, we're going to have to set it, up some time and talk it's, about it's a that. Whole, it's a whole new level of it meaning. Is. And so I would, I would love for you to be a part of our, our donation and delivery event. Yes. Um, for 2022. We're gearing up. Um, it, stuff is happening fast. You know, yes. <laughs> Valentine's Day is February. So right. You'll be, hearing, you'll be hearing about what we're doing in January for, yes. for uh, the scholarship program and for uh, the Love Acts for Cancer. So we, we do the Love Acts for Cancer for February, for Valentine's, and for Mother's Day. Okay. Okay. And so we're, we're coming up with some great things as well for Mother's Day. We want to honor mothers 
that um, have children or spouses that have cancer. Yes. You know, and mothers that have cancer. Yes. Um, Because to be a co-survivor, it's a lot too. Yes. Yes. Um, To lose a loved one or to be a caretaker for one. So, yes, I I'm excited. You haven't said anything but a word. Yes. So you're already on the list. <laughs> yes, yes. And I just put on my calendar, call Jessica in the middle of January. <laughs> or at the beginning of January. Then, okay, let me change that to the beginning of January. Yeah. Yes. The beginning of January because we're we're going to put our minds together on what we're going to do for Valentine's. And we always do raffles. We do Dunienberg raffles for fundraisers. And we, 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 we fundraise, you know, because those love bags don't get filled on their own yeah you know, we love to get donations from corporations and, and to put great things in there yeah so yeah it just you know I'll, I'll tell you this story about delivering the love bag in, in February of 2020 to a patient uh, we had received donations of different stuffed animals to put in the bag uh-huh. and we were outside of a patient's room at the hospital and I know it was God. He he said, give this patient. I had my hand on the bag, and he said, don't give her that bag. Give her the bag with the monkey in it. Mm. And I don't know this patient. Never seen this patient before. Right. I don't even know who I'm while. I'm outside of her room. Mm-hmm. So when I walk in the room with the monkey, the, the young lady, she was young, early. I think she was 19 or 20, maybe. Okay. And, you know, I could tell that she was having a very hard day. She mm. was in a lot of pain. And... I, I greeted her, and this monkey was sticking out of the bag. Mm. And this lady, young lady, everything about her looked like she just went through a healing process, mm. just immediately. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, my God, I love monkeys. And she wow. grabbed it, and she hugged it, and her family member was there and just began to weep. Wow. And said, this young lady has not, she has been in so much pain and she has not smiled in days. Oh, wow. That's what I'm talking about. So it's a powerful thing. I've got tears in my eyes sharing it. Yes. It's it's a powerful thing. It's not about the bag or what's in the bag. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's about coming in, telling somebody you care. Yes. Yes, yes. You're there. Absolutely. You know, we sing with them. We pray with them. We do whatever it is. We talk with them. Yes. You know, and and, and I've never done it ever before where the family members were not just weeping. Mm. Because, you know, we made their loved one smile. Yes, yes. That is awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah, it's powerful. It's something to experience. And I pray that one day we'll be able to get back to that. Yes. I don't know if that will, you know, with this COVID, things like has changed. Yes. Um, But, you know, I I just pray somehow, some way, we'll be able to get back to touching the cancer patients. But yes, yeah. So that's the love bags for cancer. And I don't know if you know, Sheila, but. We do have the love bags for her and love bags for him. No, I didn't and know that. Yeah, we have the love bags for her and love bags for him. And what that is, is we um, bless the homeless community. So we collect mm. beautiful purses that, you know, are gently used or brand new, whatever anybody wants to donate. Okay. And we fill them with over 20 items of dignity. Mm. And in the purse. Wow. So, you know, in my vehicle, I have two cute purses right now. If I see a woman on the street, you know, I give her the whole purse. Yes. And she's got face uh, cloth. She's got wipes. She's got toothbrush, toothpaste, soap, deodorant, floss, all of the, all of the toiletries. You know, if you yes. wake up in the morning and count the toiletries you, you use, there's probably 20 or more toiletries that you use, Correct. Q-tips, you know. Everything. Yes, yes. Uh, including sanitary napkins and tampons. Nice. Uh, we put all of those things in the purse. And for the men, we, we, we fill uh, two, one gallon or two gallon size bags or backpacks, and we fill them with all the toiletries and things that they need um, 
just items of dignity. Wow. And so, yeah, that's a love badge for her and love badge for him. And for the love badge for her and him, we also give to, you know, men and women's organizations. If there's an event we want to bless and, and partner or collaborate with other nonprofits, we'll do some love badge for her and do some nice items of dignity in there, shampoo, deodorant, things like that. So, yeah, we, we are trying to just make a difference how we can. It's just a small thing that anybody can do. Yeah, absolutely. And you're not trying it, Jessica. You're doing it. And if, for, I mean, for real, for real, as the kids say, for real, for real, you are you are taking those things that are passionate about you. You've recognized, you know, where there are needs in our community and you're using, you know, your your education, your God given gifts and talents, your resources, your connections, your network. You're using all of those things to have an impact on people. And yeah. that is, thank you for doing that. You know, well, it, you are very welcome. Thank I mean, you. I, it's my pleasure and purpose. And that's what I've been learning to say. It's my pleasure and purpose. You know, yes. Sheila, many people, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I grew up with giving in my DNA. I mean, it's, it's in my DNA. My, my grandfather, my great grandfather, uh, who I was raised with until he passed, I think I was about in eighth grade. Wow. Um, he started and and has received recognition from the city of Shawnee. I received a proclamation on his behalf and my family's behalf earlier this year in February, Caleb Family Day in Shawnee, mm. from the mayor of Shawnee. Wow. Um, my great-grandfather, back in the 1930s, uh, they lived in Johnson County, and he had five children. One was my grandfather. My dad's dad, mm-hmm. and they lived in Johnson County, but they couldn't go to sh- in school in jo- to school in Johnson County because they were black. Wow! So they had to uh, find a way to go to school in Wyandotte County. Okay. And my grandfather, w- w- my great grandfather, was the youngest of fourteen children. Okay. And he was raised uh, that education is important. He wanted his children to have an education. Yes. Yes. And because he lived in Johnson County and his children were not allowed to go to school in Johnson County, he turned his agricultural truck. He was a farmer and, uh, into a a makeshift bus (laughs) Wow! uh, to take kids from Johnson County to Wyandotte County to go to school. Wow. Now, that is just the most craziest thing that his kids couldn't go to school there. Yes. Um, but he, he had a dream for his children to be educated. And he ended up with a fleet of 14 buses in the McCallop Bus Company, the R.L. McCallop Bus Company. Wow. Uh, that was my great-grandfather. My grandfather continued it and his siblings. My dad began to drive the bus himself uh, at 16. Wow. And they drove to schools, uh, Schlegel, Sumner. Um, Wyandotte, Washington, Lincoln, uh, here in Missouri. They drove to the very same school, Sheila, that we, Giving Hope and Health, give scholarships to. Look at that. Students from those schools. Look at that. <laughs> I know. It's, 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 it's amazing. It is. The full circle. I was, the full yeah. circle. yes, yeah. you are yeah. living your grandfather's <laughs> legacy. You, yeah. you have picked yeah. it up and have moved it on. Amen. Wow. Amen. And, and, and I often say our legacy, you know, my, my great-grandfather's father uh, served in the Civil War and, and came from slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, our legacy is from slavery to school buses to scholarships. Oh, I love it. That's, that's, that's our legacy. And um, I'm, I'm honored, yes. you know, to continue that. Yes. My grandfather and grandmother, who I give the scholarship in their honor, the cash scholarship in their honor, they uh, continued farming. I grew up picking greens and and, and, mm. and and potatoes, and we would sell them right here on 31st and Brooklyn on the corner. Wow. And I think I must have been eight years old, and, and, and the lady came by, and, and I shared this same story because I remember it vividly. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the truck getting the bushes of greens for the customers, mm-hmm. and it was three bushes of greens for a dollar. Yes, I remember them days. And, uh, you remember them days? <laughs> yes. And the woman came by, and she said, I just don't have the money. And my grandmother told me to get up in the truck and get her three bushes. Mm-hmm. And I, I that something happened. I was like, she's giving her this because this woman don't have the money for this. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. And so it just marinated with me and stuck with me as a child. And that's why I tell people, you never know the effect you have on a child. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I never forgot getting up in that truck. I can see myself now getting up in that truck and getting Mm -hmm. those three bushes of greens for this woman. Wow. Who did not have the money. And my grandmother told me to give them to her. Absolutely. And so the name Giving Hope and Help, it's just in the DNA. It didn't come from those stories. It's just in the DNA. You know, and so like you have come, you have some families that sing, you have some families that cook like mine. Yes. <laughs> we'll get to the cooking here. Yes. And then you have some families that give. Yes. Yes. And, um, yes. That's, that's, that's where giving hope and help comes from. It comes from my DNA. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. And again, we will put up um, your website uh, so that people mm-hmm. will be able to uh, check for events. People can donate. Uh, people can mm-hmm. learn how to volunteer and how they mm-hmm. can get connected, you know, and be a part of, um, you know, your mission. I mean, it's it's so needed and it's so valuable, you know, to our community. It really is. Thank you so much. I just I'm honored to share. Honored to share. Yes. 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 Honored to share. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when we're going to actually take a station break and we're going to come when we come back, Jessica, we're going to talk about that famous dish of yours. Now, what is it called again? Mimi's Famous Chicken and Veggies. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're going to talk about it. We're going to tell the viewers how good it is, what kind of vegetables you put in it and all that love you put in it. We'll be right back. Hey, y'all, we are back and you are listening to the Every Woman Show. And the segment you're listening to is What's Cooking with Sheila Johnson. And our special guest today is Jessica McClellan of Giving Hope and Help. Welcome back. And right. Yes. And right before the the break, we were uh, just going to say how again, how people can find you uh, your website, because we want people to be able to to tap in. Sure, sure. They can go to giving hope and help dot org, giving hope and help dot org. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Now we've come to the cooking part. Okay, mm-hmm. and so um, you have a famous dish. Can mm-hmm. you tell the listeners about that dish? Absolutely. Mimi's Famous Chicken and Veggies. Okay. Oh, my goodness. It is so, so, so good. You know, if you like chicken and if you like vegetables, why not pair them together? Because it's so good in a cast iron skillet. That It makes it so good. So. Do you want me to just tell you what you need to do or where do we begin? Yes. So, okay. So like I got my cast iron skillet out. So what am I going to do first? Okay. So you can just put your cast iron skillet to the side. Okay. So what you're going to do first is you're going to get the vegetables that you like. I personally like red potatoes. Okay. I wash them off and then I quarter them. Okay. I put them in a bowl and I put my seasoning on them. I put rosemary on them, garlic powder, onion powder, pepper, whatever it is that you like. Okay. And I drizzle grape seed oil. Okay. On them. And I stir it up real good and just make sure that each and every potato is, is had a, has a little bit of oil. It's really good. Mm. It's got the seasoning on it, right? Set that there. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get your cutting board out and you're going to cut up your fresh um, carrots. If you would like to put in broccoli, you can do broccoli and carrots, some celery, mm. some fresh portobello mushroom. Mm. Cut those up so you've got all these vegetables right now. Dump them all in that bowl that you have your potatoes in okay. and mix all that together. Mix all that together. Make it good, 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 good. Mm. Now, and you can also put some fresh garlic in there, too, and some onion. Okay. 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 I personally can't use fresh onion because of my allergies, so I use onion chips. Okay. Um, or I use the uh, the frozen um, onions from Walmart or whatever store you you know your mm-hmm. local grocery store may have some frozen yes. um, onions in the bag. Yes. And also with some sweet sweet peppers, okay. I do the fresh sweet peppers, red, orange, and yellow. Yes. 
Okay. Okay. So all that's in the bowl, mixing up with your potatoes and, you know, you got all your veggies, got all your colors. It's beautiful. Over here now, it's time for you to prep your chicken. Okay. And you can do um, uh, wings. You can do chicken wings or you can do boneless, skinless thighs. Okay. Um, and you're going to season them however you like. Okay. I like to use onion powder, garlic powder, um, tarragon, whatever it is that you like. Okay. Put that on them. Drizzle. Um, a little bit of grapeseed oil on your chicken. Okay. Okay, stir it up real, real good. Then take you some Parmesan, uh, grated Parmesan cheese. Okay. Okay, and sprinkle all that all over it as well. Stir it up real good. Take that bowl of vegetables and place it in your cast iron skillet. You may need to use two cast iron skillets. Okay. Or you can use that long antique white pan. Yes. From years and, yes, yes. You yes. know, I have one of those. Yes. My yes. <laughs> and you can just layer that whole, like, your vegetables just all across it, right? Okay. In the cast iron or that long white antique pan. Mm-hmm. And then put your chicken on top. Mm, okay. Put your chicken on top. So you're, you don't need to add any water. You don't mm. need to add any, any broth or anything. Put your chicken on top. And do not cover it. Mm. Put it in the oven on 350 for 60 minutes. Okay. When I tell you, mm. smack your mama good, <laughs> smack your mama good. <laughs> Oh my God! And I can really, I can attest for it. I'd never had it, you know, chicken and vegetables quite like that. Nor had I ever put uh, grated Parmesan on chicken. And so, uh, Jessica, your recipe my my oldest daughter uses your recipe at least twice a month, and she absolutely loves it. Her kids love it. They're like, Oh my God! And she said, Mom, it's so simple. And she's like, I can put it in the oven, then I can bathe a kid, help a kid with homework or, you know, or just sit down and take a breather, you know, Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. in an hour, dinner is ready and everything is all in one pot or one pan. Everything's in one pan. And you know what, Sheila, I've I've taken it a step further and I've done it in my crock pot. Really? Okay. And oh my goodness, good. Okay. Like, okay. If your daughter has to go to work, she can she can put it in there on low for four to six hours. And I am telling you, good mm. stuff. You can invest in a, my uh, my slow cooker has a timer on it. Okay. So, okay. You know, you don't have to turn it off; it turns itself off. Ah. You okay. Time on it. Okay. And so, yeah. Oh man, talk about fix it and forget it. Come home, mm. your whole smells whole house smells good. And you're ready for dinner. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. You know, when I think about what's cooking, I think about, of course, families, you know, um, Mm -hmm. busy families, you know, and -hmm. and how we can find great recipes, simple recipes, and nowadays Mm -hmm. recipes that are affordable uh, for our families, you know, that don't require a lot of fuss, you know, Uh, but that come with a big bang with flavor, you know, that the Mm -hmm. whole family will love. And Mm -hmm. this is one that the whole family will definitely love. (laughs) Absolutely. And that Parmesan gives your chicken, when you put it in the oven in that cast iron skillet, it gives your chicken the taste of, it kind of gives it the taste of like it's been fried a little bit. Yes. It makes kind of like a crust. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So good. It's so good. Yep, it's excellent. Excellent dish. Absolutely. Mimi's chicken and veggies. Mimi's famous chicken and veggies. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I love that. Jessica, is there anything uh, coming up? You talked a little bit about what's coming up for 2022 for giving mm-hmm. hope and help. Uh, do you mm-hmm. have any events or anything like that uh, before the end of the year? Well, we just had our final uh, end of year event, which was December 11th, which was our ninth annual feminine hygiene period products drive. Okay. But we we are we are collecting until December 31st. Okay. Okay. So we're awesome. collecting, um, you know, donations as well as items of dignity until December 31st. Okay. And then January will be, you know, 
marketing for our scholarship program and for our love bags for cancer in honor of Valentine's Day. Nice, nice, nice. And now, mm-hmm. are you on any social media platforms? Yes, you can find us on Facebook, Giving Hope and Help. Um, LinkedIn, Giving Hope and Help. Okay. YouTube, Giving Hope and Help. And Twitter and Instagram are Give Hope Help. At Give Hope Help for Twitter and Instagram. At mm. Give Hope Help. Look at you. You are on all of them. I love it. Yes. It is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It is a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um now, do, what what are your plans for, what are you having for Christmas? Since this is our Christmas episode, so what are you mm-hmm. having uh, for Christmas dinner? Well, you know what? Christmas Eve, we get together, and we're going to have a, we're going to have a, um, a, a Mexican feast. Okay. We're going to do something a little different. Yes. And Christmas Day, we're finalizing that tonight when I get off with you. Okay. I come from a family of cookers. Okay. So they think I'm just, it's a laughing stock that I have a, a, that I have a dish. I mean, I'm just like the last, (laughs) but they love it too. But yeah, so Christmas day, I don't know exactly what we're eating, but who knows? I mean, I I would, my family is the type of family that'll make Thanksgiving dinner on a, in April on a Wednesday. Right, right. Who knows? Is whatever we feel like, whatever we have a taste for. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. The important thing and the the great thing about food is that it has a unique way of bringing families together. You know. Oh, absolutely. It's it, it's always been around the dinner table. Mm-hmm. I mean, my grandmother was. You know, as soon as we finished with dinner, she's writing down, and she was would write down what the menu is, what we're having for lunch. Yes. What we're having for dinner. I mean, it was just, you know, family and food was a big thing. Yes. Uh, I I would have to say giving family and food because my parents to this day, they have enough food in their house to feed the neighborhood. (laughs) 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 With two refrigerators and deep freezer, you know. So it's... uh, it's, it's just the way, it's, again, in the DNA, we, we love to, to, to gather. Yes. And we love to, um, to have food. I will say, be safe out there with gathering, you yes. know, for Abs- the holidays. Absolutely. Yes, you absolutely. Know, you know, if, if you're around people that are not vaccinated, you know, wear a mask, be safe, be responsible. Yes. And um, I think it's really important to share, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a celebration of Jesus' birth. And don't get wrapped up around, you know, spending a lot of money. Yes, the things. On, on gifts. Yes. On the things. Because really and truthfully, that's not what it's about. It's about giving love and, and, and sharing and, 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 and being happy and rejoicing um, for Abs- the birth of Jesus. It's, it's not about... It's not about the gift giving. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We really, really, really appreciate you. And we appreciate and value the work that you're doing in uh, the community and the way that you're serving. And Merry Christmas to you and your family. And Merry Christmas to all the listeners out there. Yes. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. And with that, you have been listening to today's segment of Every Woman on KKFI. Thank you.